thank you for uh, for listening uh, on Liberty Tactics. I, I think it's an important uh, international venue. The title of your show is Liberty Tactics, which I think is really important. And liberty is a really important word. Uh, we take it for granted. It's Monday, the 12th of December, the year of our Lord, 2022, and it's just coming up to 20 to 8 here in the UK and over Alabama way. It's coming up to 20 to 2 in the afternoon. As you can probably guess, I have guests with me today. I'm delighted to introduce everybody and hopefully these guys are going to be a regular with us. It's the one and only Q-Team Awesome beautiful christine and dean hello we are so tickled to be here thank you so much for having us lou well thank you for coming on the weird the, I, god's really making his move and i'm i was only baptized last april and i'm just hungry i'm hungry for prophets the prophetic word the old testament everything at the moment but um, I had organised Julie Green to come on. Just prior to that, I did a show with our Roy and we talked about a case uh, with the Brunson brothers. And after we'd done that show and we put it out, we somebody sent us a video that was either done at the same time or just literally after Roy and I had done our show with the wonderful Q Team Olsen and one of the Brunson brothers. It's like it was meant to be. We left a comment on their uh, YouTube and uh, here we are. We've had lots of conversations online and I'm delighted that these guys are hopefully going to be regulars on Liberty Tactics. So, Christine, hello. Hello and thank you again so much, Lou. It's such a pleasure. I was so thrilled that you found us. It was our second podcast ever. (laughs) And then... I think it was the next day I saw your podcast with Julie Green and I was like, oh, I've got to reach out to you again. <laughs> I mean, it was just so quick. I, I love the way that God put all that together. Yeah, he really beautiful. is connecting people. He really is. So yes. before we get into the nitty gritty of current events and uh, what's going on, let's find a little bit about you two. When did you wake up? What was your defining moment waking up? What have you gone through since your great awakening? Over to you, Christine and Dean. Thank you. You know, I think Barack Obama helped wake me up a lot. I I definitely saw the evil that he represented early on. When most people were completely enamored with him, I was like, no, no, no. So <laughs> I I really felt like, there was just a lot that he was doing to destroy our country. And it seemed to be that people were just brainwashed into thinking he was, you know, the everything. And it was really disturbing to me. I mean, on both sides, Republicans and Democrats really were enamored with him for a while. And and I will freely admit, I, I drank the Kool-Aid when he first started running. And uh, I did vote for him the first time. And I thought, well, you know, this is a chance for our country to unify and just completely come together, one nation under God. That, unfortunately, it didn't take long to, to realize that's not what happened. Right. Not at all. 
and he created so much division racially yeah. and and just so much i mean of this is you know is going back to to his beginning and it was so interesting to me that when i did wake up when q first started posting i was right there i i saw that and it confirmed everything i already knew to a point but it started bringing puzzle pieces together and then i got this spiritual download from god about the kids the babies that were in the tunnels underground and i could see them and i could see what was happening and the experiments that they're doing on them and the torture and the abuse and all of it the sacrifice and and that it was literally satanic you know and it just it hit my soul so hard that i have spent every last waking moment from that point on trying to get that word out to people and trying to make them understand and of course i was really nuts in 2016 and 17 when i start talking about some of this stuff my whole i mean even my family thought i was just off the chain they, they thought i was just crazy but today you're finally seeing it they're bringing it you know to the forefront with pizzagate with thank god for liz croken and so many others that have been warriors on the front line on some of that but it is finally coming out you know and, and i i bless you and liberty tactics and the lou collins radio show for what you're doing because i love your heart and that's where you and i really connected was it the same our heart is for the babies it's for it's you know if we, we can't look after the most precious gift yes like what why are that's we here what matters that's what we're here for we're having this god's given yes. us this experience to have now you know and we it's all about our children and and i've been trying to expose this sort of since 2011 20 yeah around 2011 and you lose everybody you know you get mocked you you know your circle of friends suddenly becomes a lot smaller you know you notice you don't always get invited to so many things in case you're going to bring like bring everybody down but if we don't talk about it, nothing's going to be done. And that's but exactly look at the amount of people that stood up marching for COVID. You know, I mean, if we could put that energy in screaming for the children, because we right. know the elite, you know, these Satanists, that they tell everyone what they're going to do. And how they take it is if no one comes back, there's their consent and they do it. And we just need to look at Balenciaga. We need to look at all of these other things that go back for ages. It's been in our face. Pizzagate, it's there. It's in our face. Absolutely. It's all, it's it's been there and people don't talk about it. And I think, I think part of that, Dean was, Dean was saying, um, the, the, the cognitive dissidents trying to get over that, the things that, that would never pop into someone's head and, and therefore, you know, they, they can't comprehend it, the, the, the depths of evil that, that is out there doing these things. And it's, it's, you know, if you ignore it, it doesn't exist. Well, that's, that's not true. 
but it's extremely uncomfortable and people don't want to acknowledge that something like that may happen although we know it's happening and and what's horrible i find now is that i'm actually desensitized to this because over the years i've you know read the letters from survivors you know and uh we've i've worked a lot with campaigners for institutionalized child abuse former you know met police officers um and nothing it's i'm like it doesn't yeah i I, i'm not surprised do you know what i mean it's just it's horrible it's like nothing would surprise me nothing that right and you do horrible you get to that place where you feel like you really feel like you're getting um there's a word i'm searching for you just get hardened hardened that's it like like you get hardened to it but then when god touches your heart and you know his love for those children and you can see him mourning those babies i mean you see his his grief for these children were all his children even the ones and this is the part that i i I'll just be honest, I struggle wrapping my head around. (laughs) God said to love your enemies, and he loves even the ones that have done these horrible things. He would love for them to turn from their wicked ways and serve him. He would forgive them. I don't know that I have that in me. I would, I, I, I really don't. I, I want justice. I want to see public justice. I think it should be televised 24-7, 365. I think it needs to be as in our face as this other stuff was. And I I would much prefer to see that. And I'm that's just from my heart, being honest. But I know that his heart, he loves them. He loves even the ones that have done this. And he has given them time to repent. He has given them prophetic words that if they would turn. Gave his only son. <laughs> yes, yes. And I know a lot he, of non-believers that, you know, out there, you know, and, you know, I was very much, you know, like my yoga and spiritual retreats and finding my soul and hippie and right. what have you. Um, but it's part of my journey. It's what got me, you know, it's, it's part of my journey. But a lot of people out there are saying, why why hasn't God intervened to stop this horrific stuff happening right. to, to his children? There are, there are a lot of people, what kind, you know, you hear it all the time. What kind of God would allow these things to happen? And that's the reason and I know for a fact that a lot of people, you know, are either atheists because they're like, if there was this divine being, why would he let this happen to his children? Exactly. But I and feel it in my heart. I can't answer them. I actually can't because I, I feel like I don't feel confident enough now to stop arguing because I don't feel I know enough about the scriptures and the Bible and so I don't feel confident but I know in my heart that Jesus is the only way but you being a a long-time Christian what would you say to those people you know it's a question (laughs) yeah no that's that is honestly that's that was my biggest struggle with my own spirituality through all of this, with my relationship with God, I looked at him and I was so, I was so livid. I was so livid and so distraught over these, these babies. And I, I really went deep down that rabbit hole. I went deeper than I should have. And there was a point that I knew I should have turned around and I didn't. 
And, you know, so I've, I've got some visuals in my head that I can never scrub clean. But I can tell you this. God didn't do that. What God did was give us all free will. And it goes back to exactly what you were saying earlier. They tell you ahead of time. The Luciferians have to tell you ahead of time what they're going to do. When you don't stand and fight and say, we're not going to have this, then it is taken as your free will consent to them doing it. So we can't lay that. We can't lay that on God. That was not his will. That was not his purpose. He didn't just sit back and allow it. We have free will. And that is a gift to us from God. And he will not take that back. It's up to us to learn our authority in Christ. And it's up to us to learn how to fight in the spirit. And I'm a warrior in the spirit. And I can tell you, you can fight and you can come against this evil and you can tear down these strongholds and you can absolutely dismantle and cause confusion in their camp. You can have them fighting each other and tearing each other apart instead of these children. But you have to learn how to pray. You have to learn. And and we've all, the depth of this deceivement that has been put upon God's people runs so deep. It's in our schools. It's in our seminaries. It's in our churches. It's, it's everywhere. It's not just government. This is not political this is spiritual. With the air we breathe, you know, the, the, the spraying and the chemtrails, they, they put whatever they put in the water, fluoride, the contraception, contraceptive pill, you know, the food, the soil that we grow our food in, they've got contaminated. Um, it's on every single, absolutely every single level, there is an attack going on. The heat, like over here, is absolutely freezing at the moment. And you've got Ukrainian refugees who've been put into five-star, four-star hotels with all their meals and that paid for. And then you've got war veterans, elderly people sitting in their homes freezing and people laying in the streets. Right. And they get nothing. These are British people, you know? And it's it's the same here. I mean, we've got it in all of our Democrat-run cities are, you know, Philadelphia, San Francisco, um, just just all of our Washington D.C. Of course, you know our our Democrat-run cities. They're all overrun with the same thing. You've got homelessness. You've got drug addicts. You've got um, you've got veterans laying just like you said, sleeping on the streets. San Francisco, you can't even walk through there for all the human feces on the street. They there's no there's nowhere for them to go. There's they; Those are like hopeless people. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. It's like walking zombies. And, and what they're doing is they're bringing in the illegal aliens and, and flying them all over to the country to, uh, to bring up their voter base. Mm-hmm. And they're putting them in, in five-star hotels and giving them cell phones and, you know, cash to, to live, you know, day to day. And, our people aren't getting that. The, the, the veterans aren't getting that. 
right. we're sending three we sent three hundred million billion dollars to Ukraine. And we know that's not going to the people. We know that's not going to help people because they're not getting better. Their situation isn't getting better. So that's just money laundering. It, it's all a big, big hoax. Yeah. And it it's everywhere. It's not just here. It's not just in, in, in Wales in the UK. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And Indeed. You know, going back to, to what we were talking about, of you know, like how could God allow that to happen? There is a book that I would encourage you and all of your listeners to to get, and I'm sure you can download it online. I'm sure, uh, you know, there are ways to get it in the UK. And I think one of our um, soon-to-be podcasts will be Dean reading this book because people need to get this. And it's called The Believer's Authority. And it's by Kenneth E. Hagen. Hang on a minute. Believers. The Believer's Authority. Yeah. And it's literally... Who's it by? Kenneth E. Hagen. H-A-G-I-N. H-A-G-I-A-N. I-N. Sorry. H-A-G-I-N. Okay, lovely. Yeah, Kenneth Hagen. And I'm just, I'm going to, to read just an excerpt from this, from chapter eight, talking about the authority over demon spirits, not human. Is this the guy I asked you who he was? No. However, he is, he's preaching the same message. And when you, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's where it is. Because see, for generations, our churches have been infiltrated by the demonic. They took over everything. They came in and changed what our churches can preach. They're, I mean, you have to read the Bible for yourself. Don't just listen to somebody else give their interpretation of it. Read it for yourself. That's where you're going to get the revelation from God. But one thing I love, He said, although we have authority over demon spirits, we do not have authority over our fellow men or their wills. We miss that a lot of times, thinking that we do. And it's the same with God. God gave us our free will. And he will not take authority over our free will. We are guilty of saying God's in control. God's in control. God is only in control if you give him control because you have authority. He is three in one. You are three in one. We are a body, a soul, and a spirit. He is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are made in his image. We are all three in one. And our soul is... Obviously, our body is what gets us from place to place, but our soul is our our mind, our will, and our emotions, and that's where we get hurt, and that's what scars up, and that's what builds up, and that's what we speak from, from our soul, our heart speaks, you know, but we need to learn to get into our spirit man, not our flesh, and operate from above the noise. 
you can rise up. You are seated in high places in heavenly realms with the Father. You're seated at his right hand with Jesus. You're an heir to the throne. You are a child of the Most High God. And all power and authority that was given to Jesus has been given to you. And when you finally understand that, when you finally can grasp who you are and whose you are, there's nothing you can't do in the spirit. And you can come against these demons and you can shut some of this down all by yourself sitting wherever you're sitting right now. So don't allow anybody to take your power away because God gave that to you and it is yours. And you need to learn to operate in that spirit and be a demon slayer. We need to raise up a dry bone army of demon slayers. And that's my goal. He gave us all free will. Yes. He gave the evil people free will, and that's that's how they turned into what they're they're doing, and they had the free will to do what they want, but we also had the free will to fight against that, and he gave that to us, and they're, they're absolutely, you know, exercising their free will to do the horrific things that they're doing, but we also had the free will to fight against it, and the authority to fight against it. And win. We win. So, yeah. It's, wow. it's, it's amazing. This is a wonderful book. And I'll tell you someone else, if you're not familiar with him, that really breaks the Bible down like no one I've ever heard is Robin D. Bullock. Absolutely. He is a prophet. We love Robin D. Bullock. His wife, Robin, is the pastor of Church International, and we attend that church. And we're very grateful for the Bullock family and, and all of our prophets. We love Julie Green. There are so many. If I started naming, I'd forget. So, But there are just so many wonderful people out there that you can follow and really help grow your spirit. But Robin D. Bullock does a beautiful job explaining how, with everything going on in the world, we put our blame on God. He is blameless. He is, God is love. Nothing, he's love. Absolutely good. He's absolutely Period. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, You know. I watch but, him every Tuesday. Like, I don't Yeah, the 11th Tuesday. hour. Yes, all of them, all that. of them, every day, Julie Green and checking out yeah. the wonderful Deborah Williams, who's actually going to be on the show on Wednesday. Oh, yay. I absolutely adore Midnight Cry with Deborah. She absolutely fills my heart with joy, that lady. I agree more. She's and I'll tell you. Warrior. She is such a warrior and she's such a fighter. Yes. Incredible. And she has such a beautiful spirit. When I look at her, I just absolutely. she kind of glows at times. She does. She and so does Julie Green. So does Julie Green, yes, absolutely. You can just see the glory on her. You can see the glory. And it's the same with Donna Rigney and and um oh goodness. Amanda Grace. Amanda Grace, she's wonderful too. But um those are the, those are my main ones cool. that I follow. I don't follow anyone else. Those those are my yeah. those are my favorite. That's my lineup. I love yeah. If you're if you follow them, you're in good hands. You're in good hands. And and really, this entire journey is a spiritual wake up call because we've been blinded for so long from truth, and God is finally shining His light, saying enough is enough. Really and is. that's what's waking up people, and that's where we are. And I'm so grateful for that. 
So the show, what was it that inspired you to start QT Awesome? Well, this is so cute. When <laughs> when Dean and I got got married, which was uh, we met in February 2014, and we got married in June 2014 or 2016. Excuse me. So we had our grandbabies over one night, and they were spending the night, and they were just so little. They were, I think, three and five, maybe one and three, three and five. I can't remember. They were tiny. Um, but they were in the bathtub and, and our oldest, our grandson was talking about, he was having nightmares and, you know, every time he goes to spend the night somewhere, he has nightmares. And it was his first time to spend the night with us in our new home. And so Dean told him a story and it was so beautiful. And this is how Team Awesome came to be. That we were actually superheroes and that he was in our superhero, uh, Headquarters. Uh, headquarters and so uh there was uh god had a uh, a dome around our place that nothing evil could come in and therefore there was no way he could have bad dreams because we were superheroes and god had us protected and that night for the first time as long as he could remember he didn't have any bad dreams wow he he was like you guys are team awesome and we were like Oh, that's awesome. That's perfect. There we so go, then. He kind of named us Team Awesome. And we took that and ran with it and thought that was so cute. Well, recently, when God started talking to us about doing a podcast, you know, we he's moved us from our home in Arkansas to South Alabama. To be honest, we don't know anybody. We've been here a year. Nobody really knows us. We feel kind of isolated. and. We, we just sit here and research all day, every day. Yeah. And so when he started speaking to us about doing a podcast, I'm like, who would listen to us? <laughs> like, are you sure, Lord? I think, you know, I mean, do you want me to help push somebody else's? Because that's what I do. I, I kind of help encourage other people and, and share them. And he said, no, you, like, this, it's time. I want you to release this word. And I was like, well, okay. So... We just did the first one, and we I never planned on being on camera because a couple years ago on my birthday, I woke up with like a kind of Bell's palsy thing, and it's messed with my face, and I just thought, we'll just do it where we can't be seen, you know, and then when we just found Lloyd Brunson and decided to interview him, I was just like, I know I've got to go live, I've got to, I have to do this. And that's what happened. It was just like, that was our second podcast. Our first was just an intro to us. And the second one, we, we, we saw the story. We knew what was going on with it. And it, was, it wasn't going anywhere. Nobody, Nobody would talk about it. Nobody I know. I, and it's so big. And I had pushed that story to every news outlet, to every podcaster that I knew that had a nice following. I pushed it to them, trying to give them this story. Nobody would touch it. I sent emails to people that have a really nice platform and said, this is so important. Will you please look at this? And they were like, it's not going anywhere. And I just got shut down and shut down. And God said, you do it. And I'm like, me? Really? Us? Are you sure? And so, yeah, so we did. I sent a message just random 
to Lloyd Brunson, and he immediately responded and agreed to do it. And that's what happened. And at that point, we had seen one other interview with him that nobody else probably ever, or very few probably saw. I did, and I only saw the one with you. Yeah. It was so bizarre because Roy, somebody had sent this thing, just have a look into this. So Roy was doing the research and then he'd said, this is going to be like, this is really huge because the thing is, it's actually doesn't, it's not even about the, the, the voter fraud. There's none of this. This strictly is about the law. Yes. And yes. he said, this really is something. So like the show was just incredible. And then I found, because at first of all, I just saw, is it Ry, Ryland, Rayland? Um, yeah. it's, his, it's his documents that have gone in that have got so far. So I sent him a mess, put a friend request in for him on Facebook, and then I sent him a message, and then I found you, and the fact, oh. and that, and it's like no way, and I sent it to Roy, and it's like wow, and that's where we, that's where I reached out to you, and then here we are today, and I feel like I've known you guys forever. <laughs> I love it. I know you and I were instant soul sisters. I was just Absolutely. like I told I told Dean. I said I feel like I have a new best friend in the UK, and I am so excited. <laughs> certainly have and I can't wait to get over there I really yes yes so many many states to visit it's ridiculous because I'm like I just feel so connected to you because I got on the Trump train second he came down that escalator and people walked me and it's like no and I've been and I've found I found Q and it was kind of confirming everything I you know I I I knew from what I'd been researching here in the UK because we've been talking about Jeffrey Epstein back in something like 2011 so it was sort of confirming more stuff and it was getting more people woken up and it was just like again people mocked you and everything else and um and we're still here and we're still trusting the plan that's right every day um, you know there's things happening literally every single day. Scavino's dropping nonstop. <laughs> non-stop. I, you, I, I honestly, I don't know exactly what to think of Elon Musk at this point, but I will tell you this. God is using that man to, to uncover truth at Twitter. And that is blowing up around here. Like you have never oh, seen that has like- been one of the biggest eye openers yeah i i get it but the thing is we've got to just cast our mind back i think there was only a conference a couple of weeks ago where he's like saying they're like six months away for literally making an ai human you know he he wants to want chips in everybody's head right and you've got and then you've got this Exactly. But, you know, and that's what that's what I love about God. God said, I will use the foolish to confound the wise. So even though we don't understand all of this, Elon Musk is certainly not to be worshipped. I, you know, even just in his relationship choices alone, some of that is so bizarre. I mean, Clay Clark has done some great work on him as well. Clay Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does the reawaken America tour? Yeah, yeah. Clay's been that. on with us. Clay's been on on the show a couple of times. Awesome. Okay, so he's he's done some good dives into Elon Musk, and you know, there's like I said, that's not that's not somebody that I I worship or really hold in very high esteem necessarily. But I'm very grateful for the work he's doing right now. 
And I don't know. Be a, I wonder if there will be a Pizzagate dump then. Yes. I, in fact, I think that that's kind of already stirred up some of that. Oh, um, I know what I was going to ask you guys. Right. So I can't remember. Was it three years ago, two years ago? Um, there was one of the Reawaken America tours. I think Lynn Wood was actually at that one. And Clay had invited um, Jim Caviezel on. And Jim Caviezel dropped the bomb of all bombs about uh, the tunnels, the adrenochrome. And he said the video, the, the, the movie was going to be out uh, at the end of fall that year. Uh, it's a, a fall. It never materialised. Then there was talk that it was going to be out in uh, January or December. And there was other talk. Have you heard anything about this film? Because I believe that they're waiting for the right moment to drop it, you know, to help people understand. I think you're absolutely right. And I I have been surprised. It's so funny that you would bring Jim Caviezel up because I was literally thinking of him last night and that same thing. I had that same question run through my head. Um, Underground Railroad, Kim Ballard, that's, it's a movie about his life. That's, that's the movie that we're talking about. And Sound of Freedom, isn't it? The Sound of Freedom. Yes, it's called The Sound of Freedom. It's no, there's no the. It's just Sound of Freedom. Oh, Sound of Freedom. Thank you. Yeah. And Jim Caviezel is such a wonderful actor. And and he, I've seen several interviews of him regarding that movie. I cannot wait to see it. But I have not heard anything. Can you look that up real quick? Well, actually, I when I was talking to the lovely Tanya Joy Gibson... Uh, she was saying because she's um, an act, well former actress, well still an actress. Um, she was saying that uh, people, one of her friends in Hollywood, she asked one of her friends about it, who's who's still working in Hollywood, and they say that maybe you don't know who the people who are actually distributing it are. You know, it's all ready and filmed, but then it has to go to distributors. Right. So is it purposely not being released because of the distribution and who they, do you know what I mean? There's so many questions. Or yeah. as I feel, oh dear, hold on. As I feel, um, sorry, I feel that they're holding on for a certain time for when people I think, are ready for it. Yeah, I agree. I And I, I do think that that's going to be that that is the wake up of all wake ups is the children and and you know the Balenciaga thing you would have thought Jeffrey Epstein would have done it you would have thought that the um the cult the Nexium cult thing would have woken people up but once you know every year it's like they release something else it's this big big story and it's just it's to start breaking through that cognitive dissonance that people are so brainwashed in and it takes a while to come out and stay out you know I mean if you remember when you woke up there was still part of you that just wanted to not know what you knew and go right back to sleep I feel like every day right it, it gets so depressing and it gets so heavy that you just wish you could release all that knowledge and not carry it but once you know, you know, and you once know, you've seen, no, you've you can't, seen, yeah, exactly. There's no turning back. You you can't unsee it, and you can't unknow it. And now you have to adjust to that reality. Yeah, you know, and that is just something that people 
are so comfortable and so complacent in their everyday lives that they just don't want to do. So it's going to take something very stunning and shocking. But I think I, I had a vision a while back of a chessboard and of God just taking the back of his hand and in one fell swoop, just wiping this entire chessboard clean. Because we've all heard it's 5D chess. It's just, it's a game of chess. It's moves and counter moves. When God moves, there will be no counter moves. I think That's he's the making, end of the game. I think he's making his moves. I do too. And I think I think that's what this Brunson case, I mean, could very well be yes. a, a way a way for God to do this because if this case goes through, you've got three hundred and eighty five members of Congress, including the president and the vice president, who will be removed from their offices. One fell swoop, clear that chessboard. But then you've got to run through the prosecution and all of that. It's still gotta run through the whatever. But it will get them out of but power. It will definitely. I mean, I'm I am ready any day for the military to step in and call this thing done. I'm ready. I we're all sitting here on pins and needles waiting for that find that so we final here. tweet. We're waiting. Trump. It's yeah. going to happen with you. It's it's all going to happen with you. And the fact that they've got January the sixth as well as their court. You know what? We were so blessed. And and please, y'all pray for us. We just interviewed Hyanon, and I know you may not know him, but he has done so much work with the January Sixers. He is actually a January Sixer himself. He's got 10 charges currently against him for uh, being at the Capitol, for uh, assaulting officers, a million people there. And they were somehow able to pick out his face as, oh, yeah, I remember him. He assaulted me. Right. Uh, Tim, he's, he's, he's looking at 30 to 40 years in prison for just being at the Capitol. He never went in. And he was only there as a, as a peaceful protester. He didn't assault anyone. He was actually taking weapons from other people. He was trying to help, you know, remain calm and, and have it all be law and order and peaceful protest. And we had the privilege of interviewing him last night, and it was so wonderful. And I would love to connect the two of you when you have time, but that's a side note. So, but he, he has a beautiful story, and, and he is also in ministry and was such a, a sweet, sweet spirit. We were so honored to talk to him. But our we January Sixers. We should connect him with the Stop Hate guys. Dave Summers just... He's done two documentaries. The last one, I think, one oh seven was actually um, narrating it. The bloody that. It's called the bloody yes. hill, and uh, yeah, stophate.com. Dave Sumrall and uh, the guys there—they're doing incredible work with January the sixth. So awesome. it's literally it's kicking off all over the place. How is things with our favourite president? I haven't been on the ball much because I've been down right. How's he doing? What's going He's on? He's doing well. He's doing very well. He actually hosted an event at Mar-a-Lago last week where he had a lot of our Q patriots there. And General Flynn was there. Liz Crokin was there. A lot of the podcasters were there. They were invited to Mar-a-Lago. And so 
I am very excited to kind of hear what comes out of that. But, you know, we're all ready for the media or somebody to ask the question because I think he's ready to say who he is. He has been uh, doing a lot of retweets or, or retruths, shall yeah, I say, from, uh, from Pew members and, and dropping little hints like that on it. And then he had this thing uh, last week where he invited them all and the mainstream media are just losing their minds over it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I think it's just him doing a setup for someone to ask that question finally. How do you think, uh, how is the, the, um, the Q, uh, the Q clearance, my fellow Americans, he says, look to Twitter. The storm is upon us. Yeah. How is that going to play out? Do you think, you know, everybody, everybody's pushing him to send that tweet and to do it on Twitter, because of course that would wake up the world right trump just tweeted would would make every head spin worldwide and i would love it if he did that i i don't know i i don't know in my spirit and i i don't have anything to base this on other than my own what i feel i believe that before 2022 is done God is going to move in such a way that everyone will know the truth. Yeah. yeah. The whole truth. And we're going to walk into 23 cleaning house and being clean. And I believe that. And I just, I really believe that God is going to move in such a way that this is all going to hit the fan before the end of the year. Trump told us we're going to have a very merry Christmas. It'll be a very good Christmas. And, of course, right now... Trump never says anything. He doesn't say anything that he doesn't follow. He doesn't know. Exactly. Exactly. And so I just, I am looking forward to the next few days. This could happen any minute. And so just just keep pushing forward. Go ahead. Hold on to your hats. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's going to be so exciting. I mean... As soon, you know, everybody's going to be in the streets when that happens. The celebration is going to hit the roof. Every everybody is just going to finally get to come out of hiding and go, "Yeah, we told you." <laughs> you know, and I we're know. so we're ready. We're all so ready. And it's going to affect everyone worldwide. Yeah, and it's not just going to be in the United States, and it's not just. Going to, I mean, everyone worldwide, this will have an effect on. Well, and it's beautiful because, you know, we feel like in in certain countries, they're more awake than we are here in the U.S., you know, and in certain countries, they're definitely not, but... Well, there's, they're all back in masks here just for no reason, like... Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't wear one the first go around. I, I, I've never had a mask on my face or never stuck one of those sticks up my nose, thank you. No, me, me either. No. Nope. And no shots for me. Thank you very much. No, never, 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 never. Well, guys, I could be talking to you for the next three hours, but <laughs> let's give it a close. Please, could we make this a regular thing? You coming we on, uh, Q-Team Awesome. Maybe we could do like a fortnightly little show or maybe even a weekly show if you guys are up for it. Whenever you want. We just adore talking to you. Yes. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure. 
Fabulous. We are available anytime. You just let us know and we will be there. And how thank can you people so much. how can people follow you guys? We uh we need to get some stuff together. <laughs> we are we are social media. What's your social very beginning? Uh true social, we are at Q Team Awesome. You can follow us there. We would love that. And you know, if you have a prayer request or you have questions that, that we can help, you can email us at team awesome power hour at gmail.com. And then of course our videos are on Rumble and YouTube at Q Team Awesome. Fantastic. Well Dean, Christine, thank you so much. And I'm delighted that we're connected. God's making his move in bizarre and wonderful ways. Well, we never imagined that our voices would be going across the airways in the UK. And we are so grateful for you. And we just feel like, like I said, we have just made spiritual family with you. And we are so grateful for all that you're doing. We honor you for your show. Please support Lou Collins and Liberty Tactics. Please support this show. And we will share you far and wide. And we just appreciate you. You are like one of the best researchers I have ever seen. And I thoroughly enjoy everything you do. And we do love all our brothers and sisters over in the UK. Uh, Thank you. I must say the research, I can't take credit for all of that. I know how to go down, but, you know, I have a lot, a lot of help. And the main one at the moment is Catherine. She is unbelievable so what she's found out about the education over in your side of the pond and here it's based on work from alfred kinsey who is a horrific pedophile and uh the research that she's done into this and the links to pornography and oh incredible so liberty tactics and Catherine are the main researchers of the moment but thank you so much for your lovely comments absolutely thank you Catherine and we pray you guys have a blessed week we are so grateful thank you so much well that's it it's a bit of a rough and raw show because I'm producing this show today so we're not gonna have our wonderful intro or some really cool music but you've got the show so there you go LibertyTactics.co.uk. Follow us on social medias Facebook, Telegram, True Social, Getter, Rumble, and wherever. Bye. We're not
Back from the dead we've come